0: This is Guitar Talk. To me, it just seems like there are endless possibilities. One of the things I like to find out, you know, how people got influenced in the play and the guitar because stories are so unique. The trick is not to feel pressured to conform. If you know anything about Joel, he's been around the block. He's probably one of the most sought-after guitar players. How would you create that song? How would you turn that song into your song? There's not a guitar player on this planet that I personally don't follow closer. It's not something that you see too often. I only know a few players that do it. Now, from the home of the blues, Chicago, Illinois, welcome to Guitar Talk with your host, Jimmy Warren. All right, everybody, Jimmy Warren here. Welcome to Guitar Talk. So thankful you could join me for another edition of Guitar Talk right here on Google and Apple and Spotify and wherever, wherever you're getting your podcast from, you can also get it at GuitarTalkOfficial.com just in case you didn't know. <laughs> Today, my guest is Michael Jans. He is the lead singer for a project called the Rich Wrath Project Three Thirteen. Now, he was the singer for Gary Richrath, formerly of Ario Speedwagon, up until uh, the time that uh, you know Gary. Past, And uh, during their time together, they wrote songs together, and so um, Michael has recorded some of those songs, and now the Rich Wrath Project is performing them, and they're out there doing uh, a tribute, paying tribute to, uh, to Gary through, uh, through his music that he wrote for REO and also for the Rich Wrath Band that he had. Now, before we get into the interview, I want to let you know that this program is brought to you by Charlie and John's guitar strings. Uh, I'll tell you what, they are vibrant, they're long-lasting, they're hand-wound, made in the USA. All the materials for them are made in the USA. A lot of great players are using them now. Find out more about them at charlieandjohns.com, also available at Amazon. And also we're uh, brought to you by Guitars for Vets, an organization that helps veterans uh, suffering from PTSD through the therapy of the guitar in music. Uh, If you want to find out how you can be of service and help a vet in need, go to guitarsforvets.org. Now, okay, so we're going to jump right into this. You know, I'm not going to dilly-dally around today. No, we're going to jump right in with this interview from Michael Janice. I got to tell you, uh, the day that we did the interview, man, it was some really bad storms. And so there are a couple of spots in the audio where it kind of glitches, you know, for uh, for a brief second. But don't worry about it. It gets right through it. It doesn't last. And, uh, you know, it's just a part of, you know, dealing with uh, technology today. You know what I mean? And that. So, um, you know, when it happens, just go, oh, shit. He told me that was going to happen, so we're good. (laughs) All right. So we're going to jump right into it. All right. So here's the interview with Michael Jantz. He was the lead singer for Gary Richrath from ARIO Speedwagon. He now fronts the Richrath Project 313. Here he is. Here's Michael Jance on Guitar Talk. Hello. Hey, you there? Yes, it's me. How you doing, Michael? Good. How are you? I'm good, brother. Nice to and, have and, you on. Yes,
1: thank you very much for having us on. Now now which one is this I'm doing now? Because <laughs> guitar, guitar.
0: guitar player or Gu- guitar talk. Guitar talk. Okay,
1: great. And your name? Jimmy Warren. Jimmy Warren. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. I've been doing so many different ones. I Kind of got lost.
0: <laughs> no, that's, that's okay. I get it, man. I do. I get it. Uh, so, you know what? I met Gary in uh, 1989. Oh, okay. And, and at some point in time, it was in Champaign, I was playing at Mabel's. We played get, there, too. That was probably the same time we played there. Yeah, you guys were. Yeah, because I remember seeing you guys there. But he came in one time when I was playing, which was really cool. And I got the opportunity to really formally meet him. So i uh, always been cool. a fan. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So are you, are you from the central Illinois? You must be from central Illinois.
1: No, actually, I'm originally from Wisconsin. Okay. But what happened was, is in 1985, I moved out to Los Angeles and to into a town called Thousand Oaks, California. Mm. And Gary just sold his ranch in, in Malibu and moved to Newberry Park, which is like the neighboring sister city there. So we ended up running into each other by mutual friends. And he actually asked me to uh, do some demos with them at first. And then he came in and sat in with us when we were doing like some of the the strip and the Hollywood strip. We played, you know, Gazari's and and the the Roxy and the whiskey. So he came in and did some shows with us and it turned into being, well, he liked my voice so much. He asked me to do demos. I did demos and next thing you know, I was his lead singer. So, (laughs) so then, then, then it all got interesting yeah
0: <laughs> so so uh so well okay l- let's let's go back to that point if you don't mind sure. for a minute to find out you know uh you know what what that was like to work with gary you know because i know uh, coming off of reo you know uh, i don't know when his health health issues began i don't know if you had them right away or or what but what was it like though i mean to be asked by gary you know to do demos and just well, going down the, path. the
1: truth to the whole story is is that when i had a band out there that was called vancouver and we were a different kind of more of a progressive band mm-hmm. and he came in and, and started playing with us just to just to keep playing he was still in Ario speedway this was actually toward 1988 i think it was yeah. and he was still in Ario speedway and then he decided uh that he was going to do demos i was supposed to be doing a solo. He already started working with other singers and and the band Bruce was there and Neil was there and Graham Lear was playing drums because Alan departed in a previous album. Yeah. And, uh, and they were doing demos at like MCA studios in in Hollywood. And, and he had a guy from Nashville doing some vocals and co-writing with him. This was the same time that I met him and he just kind of, it was like just a weird thing. And he just absolutely loved my vocals. Excuse me. I'm sorry. He just absolutely loved my vocals, so it turned to where I was doing a, a, um, like background vocals. To then, hey, let's try a lead, and then he's like, hey, let's do another lead. And next thing you know, I'm singing all the lead to the demos, you know, right. with the other guys in the band. And in somehow, some way, at the end of the '89 thing, we—I didn't know what was going to go on. Obviously, I, I walked into this thing where I'm in the studio with these guys. The guys got gold and platinum records everywhere, and I was in awe. You know, I just—it's kind of really intimidating. And the next thing you know, I'm singing. And then I, I thought, well, what's going to happen? And it happened where they ended up, he ended up leaving the band and Kevin came back. And and then it was like we had our own deal. So then I became the front man lead singer for Gary Richrath. You know? yeah. so did, and, and that's pretty much how it went.
0: So did you lead his band the whole time? Oh, the whole time. Yeah. yeah. I was the lead in 1988
1: and uh and then we, we we did pretty much we two and uh we had you know tons of demos we did there's all kinds of stuff you have the night the, the only strong arrived don't you do you yeah. have that album oh yeah 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 and we did that one and then uh we took a break i think it was a 94 or 95 and then uh he got back a hold of me and wanted to do more. So then I, at, at, I think it was 96 or 97. I moved back to Milwaukee and uh, he came out here. And then we started working on some more demos for the next thing. We did a couple of shows and it was right around 2000 when I stopped the whole thing. Cause it, that's when he started getting sick. Yeah. You know,
0: that's what I thought.
1: and, and it was like, so there was a good 10 year period there. I mean, you know, he always had his, his issues. And, and like I said, again, you know, everybody does you know yeah. but he, he the guy was the nicest guy in the world he was mm-hmm. he he taught me so much and he was he was so thoughtful when it came to the music thing because that's all he cared about he didn't really care about anything else in the financial world or anything else he was a songwriter he was the epitome of a rock star that's what he was and and he lived a life like that but the other stuff caught up with him, I think, you know, just being responsible maybe or whatever it is. I mean, I, I can't speak for him in that sense. I just, I lived with him for many years dealing with it. Yeah. And I had to grow up, you know, so, and I started doing my own thing, you know, and so so that's what happened. And then, you know, years later, um, I will never regret what I did. I mean, I played, so we played some incredible shows and had the most fun in the world for a kid. You know, I was 26, I think, when I started playing with them, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you got to think about that. It was like, I was a kid in a candy store. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I got to do it. Well, like I said, we, but, uh, but, you know, again, like I said, then I got, I started getting older and said, hey, we can't be doing this stuff anymore. <laughs> so it's like, it was too much fun.
0: Yeah. So, but you know what? You, but, um, had, yeah. He was such a great songwriter, though, you know? And, uh, you know, he had, was that? I said he was such a great songwriter. Is yeah it cut, is it yeah he was you? yeah it is a little bit let me see here if we can make a change And in... are you in la or are you in wisconsin now
1: i'm in wisconsin right now okay
0: i'll be in la next week <laughs> i just okay there we go hopefully this will this will work uh no, I what I said was he was such a great songwriter and he had his hands in such iconic, you know, songs. So it had to it had to be really cool to be able to, you know, work side by side with him, you know, with a guy like that co-writing, you know, songs. Yeah.
1: Well, like I said, when I when I first met him, I was actually playing bass. Yeah. You know, and he's like, You you gotta drop the bass and play guitar. And I'm like, I, I can't play guitar he said you're gonna play guitar and he's you know he he like like i'm sitting in my home studio right now and he'd stand over me and say this is how you're gonna play this damn song you know he'd get on me and he said this is a g chord this is a c chord and he kept doing it because his his infamous chords are g c and d you know it's on a run right there you know i like say and so that was my that was my thing with the, learning how to play guitar you know and and uh, and now I gosh it's it's a total blessing. It's just like I love playing guitar, you know. But it was uh, it was him that forced me to do it more than ever, you know. So and if you if you get a chance, I mean I'm sure you've got the copies of the song. We just released the the, uh, the video on Friday, and Help Me Save Me for myself is pretty much in a nutshell what I've had for a long time. And you know, we worked together in, in, in studios in L.A. and here, and and uh, that song I it's his song. I think he was trying to tell us something, but yet I put my twist on it with the vocals. Cause he, you know, he taught me how to do incredible vocals. I mean, you know, I, I layered them and layered them and did harmonies and it's all me on the, on the album, on the new album. It's all me doing backgrounds and leads and everything. So, and, and, and he's got a couple of his, I saved a couple of his vocals and they're in there too. So wow. and people, you know, cause Ariel took the mic away from him, you know, that was enough. Nice, but he had it in his head it was just getting it out you know and he 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 literally got it out through me i mean he you know he taught me the stuff that i couldn't believe you know and it, and you know how that's just amazing stuff that i learned you know just the guitar guitar songwriting, melodies harmonies and then vocal techniques so
0: yeah so uh so are all the songs that are on the album going to be on the album are they all songs that were written and co-written by you and gary
1: Um, he's got three new songs that no one's ever heard before. And, uh, the title track is LA is mine. And that's a song that will be a guitar player's dream because it's, it's the the Gary Rich goes on forever in that one, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, help is the single and that's, that's more, it's really personal to him. I think it'll be, it's personal to me. It's like a take it on the run kind of thing. And then there's these nights. that's like a rocker. It's a heavy rocker. That's the way Gary wanted to be. You know, he wanted to be a rock and roll band. And, uh, and then, then there's, we did right in the storm out again. We re-recorded right in storm right in son of a poor man, mm-hmm. because I did it the way they did in the 1970s, you know? Mm-hmm. So I kind of took all the techniques that he taught me and put it all backwards and it's really strong. And then there's uh new songs that I wrote and the guitar player that I'm playing with now co-wrote one song with me and, uh, it's 10 songs and um you'll hear it'll it'll sound a lot like Gary through the whole thing trust yeah. me i mean it, it will but there's actual three songs on there that are gary songs
0: you know yeah so so, so why why now i mean why is it well, that-
1: it wasn't now so much it was before this covid thing hit uh the record company came the, the old record company that put out only the strong survive Asked me to do if I had some stuff, would he I'd be interested in doing an, another Rich Ref album? And I said, Well, yeah, I, I would love to because I had I had a lot of stuff stuffed away, you know. Mm-hmm. And um so he said, he's he said, Well, you want to do another album? And I said, sure. And so we got together and then COVID hit. I was out in LA, we recorded um, more than two albums out there, and then all of a sudden uh COVID hit and everything got put on hold. And last year we did nothing. And the band's like, Hey, we got to do something. So I, you know, put my, my brain on and figured out a way to get it all done. So, So, I, we went to another studio and took some of the tracks and did everything. So we could get it all, all sounded fresh and new. And, and uh, another record company comes to do it. So we put it out and it's here. So it, it was just kind of a series of events. It wasn't like, I guess it wasn't a heavily thought after thing. It's just that I think Jerry, he never really got the, you know, he, he's a, he's an amazing guitarist and he never got that, that mark, you know, he's, he's like a legend, you know, and, and he should get that. And he doesn't really get that. I don't think he got it with REO, that's for sure. Yeah. And, you know, they are now they're saying things, but you know, it's a little, little, little too late.
0: Yeah, I, I can tell you that, you know, from my perspective, because I talked to, you know, hosting the show and going to, you know, guitar shows and NAM and all the places that I go, his name does come up quite a bit. Sure. And, uh, you know, I, I know guitar players all over the world, you know, love Gary's playing, you know, and uh, really appreciated. it. You know what he did which i think is really cool you know because i like you always felt that he was a great guitar player and he never got the credit that he really really deserved you know sure and uh i always hate when that happens i do it ha- oh, that, happen- that happened to frank marino too you know right i, I hate that and you know and again as,
1: as much as that you say that and people say that to you i get it too since i played with them yeah. But, you know, I haven't hit the status yet of REO Speedway, and obviously. But it seems to me that there's, that should have been done a long time ago. But they never – it's like me. It's like, I mean, I got these songs that no one's ever heard. I mean, and I'm, I'm, it's not easy doing this stuff. I'm trying to help, you know, show this guy off that was, he's no longer with us. But yeah. in less than 24 hours, we, we had over 50,000 hits on our first view, on our first, uh, you know, video. So, I mean, that's pretty, pretty cool. I think it's great. It's just a start, but, uh, there's going to be more. And it's like, you know, so, I mean, the people are really going, Oh, thank you for doing this. This is great. You know, but you know, like we travel with a video screen and we have, you know, videos of Gary behind us every time we play it you know, you do golden country and the people go nuts, you know, that's him, you know? And, and it's like, uh, I don't even have to do that with, you know, take it on the run. I have the entire audience singing the song. So it's like, but you put a video up like with golden country and you know, this guy Dennis pockets that's filling in his shoes, you know, he is just to a T grew up idolizing the guy, you know? And uh, you know, it's like I said, it's just what it is. I mean, there's certain people you look up to and even Gary, you know, told me, you know, there's people he looked up to, you know, I mean, he, he had, he had influences you know and and i remember Dicky betts he he was really into that and you know summer love we play summer love and you can hear it sounds like the almond brothers in certain parts of it you know and it's like it's you you got that you know and you hear that and then you hear his his infamous you know he's got the three chord songs that are tries to get the beatles with the two parts you know and that's what i'm really good at doing now i'm doing the two-part harmonies and two-part melodies and stuff like that so um, it's it's really cool. So the combination that he had in his head never got just. Yeah. I think because he knew how to play guitar. I think that's the best way to put it. So.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So, so when does the album you know fully release? Uh, August sixth. August sixth. So it's just right around the corner. Are you going to tour the album? Uh yeah, we're doing a we're,
1: we've been doing spot gigs now since I think June. Hmm. Now or May actually we started. So we're doing uh, this weekend. We'll be up in Door County. It's up north, and then we're going to be down in Illinois on Saturday. Then I'm going to LA to do some some things. We're going to be doing uh, uh, Detroit, Ohio, um, back in the Midwest. We're going to be playing just about everywhere. And hopefully, when uh, after the album gets out for a few weeks, we'll be out you know, I, I really want to go down to Texas again and, and do those areas like that all the way back out West. Before we, when we were recording the album, originally we were out on the West coast and we did some shows out there. Now we're just trying to get it all back together. It's, it's, it's not as easy as you think, especially after COVID. And now they're yeah. thinking about shutting things down again, you know, so who knows, you know, but um, you know, we got to take it as we can, you know, we're trying as hard as we can to get out there to the people. And the, the people are, it's overwhelming the response. I mean, it's really great. And, you know, I'm, I'm super happy with it.
0: Yeah. It, it, well, the people that I know, cause I know I posted that you were coming on the show at some point. And there was a lot of people that emailed me or messaged me and they were like, rich wrath. Well, I thought Gary, you know, wasn't around no more. And right. then when I, when I told them, when I explained what was going on, they were like, wow. Oh, you know, when's this going to happen? So that, yeah. I think once, you know, the masses know that it's there, yes, pay attention yeah. to it, most definitely.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's people that message us that they didn't even know that it existed, you know, and and I, you know, there, I mean, like I said, again, he was a great guy, but he never got the, the, you know, due to his name. And I don't know. I mean, like you can say Gary Richrath or Kevin Cronin, but once you say Ario e. Speedwagon, I think a lot of people do say Gary Richrath. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah you know, they got their thing and I got mine. So that's how it works. You know, you know, I love, I love doing all the songs. I mean, I, I, we do some of Kevin's songs too and people love it, you know? And it's like, so I'm just kind of like, I'm trying to be the peacemaker, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know, I know from my own experience, when I think of REO, I automatically think of Gary, Gary, right? you know, he was the person that to me made the band you know, but then again, I'm partial to the guitar.
1: So. Well, yeah, but see, that's what I hear with people that aren't even partial to the guitars. You know, I mean, I hear it from everybody and that's one of the things I think was the problem. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it is what it is now. I have no say in that, but I, I all I can do is what I can do and I'm trying to put it out there and, you know, I love to play the stuff, but I love playing my own stuff too. But a lot of that stuff, I have to credit to him because he taught me so much. And, uh, yeah. you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I got a lot of good songs on this album too.
0: Now is there? Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Now is there other stuff that you guys have written together that isn't on this album that might possibly pop up on another album down the road?
1: That's always possible. <clears throat> <laughs>
0: and, and pretty much probable, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why you don't make the whole album. You know, right. all of it. You can't. You can't just. You know, shoot it all off at one time, right? You gotta yeah. yeah I got a pretty nice studio in my
1: house, so I can do pretty much whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> so, well. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it's like I said, I don't have the I I I I have the songwriting ability, but I don't I don't have all the talent. Like, you know, Gary was just phenomenal. I mean, I don't know anybody that can play like that. It's just amazing. My my guitar player, his name is Dennis Pockets. He's he's right there. I mean, but like yeah. I've seen people try to duplicate. it's almost impossible you gotta be played with a Marshall, a coily cord and a les paul you know and the only thing he ever used when i toured with him for almost 10 years was a crybaby wawa for golden country
0: yeah
1: otherwise that was it you know he would say i want the same effects that you have on your voice and then it was like we get into the battling duels on stage you know who's going to sing louder who's going to play louder So be- he, he usually beat me but you know I, I had a couple of good shots in there a couple of times
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's funny so so uh um I'm, I'm guessing that when you do the songs that his songs in that like the older songs you guys do them just the way they were or are there times where you take a little liberty and kind of make no.
1: I tried to stick exactly to the way that he wrote them. Cause you know, a lot of the stuff I'm doing now. um, See, when I first started touring with Gary, we would only be allowed just, Gary would only do Gary stuff and new stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I stuck to that rule. I like, like you do is exactly like, like you do, you know? I mean, we even do 157 exactly like Gary did, you know? It's like, so it's, it's, it's kind of like everything we do, we do exactly like Gary did, you know? But then, on the other end of it is I enjoy singing, can't fight this feeling, you know, and I enjoy doing keep on loving you because those songs are good songs. They're great written songs yeah. and the people love them. Mm-hmm. But when you put them both together and you do it with class, it's people go, wow, this is great. You know? And that's how I kind of keep it that way. You know, there's, you know, I mean, it, they all had their do and everything and I'm trying to do the right thing. You know, and it sounds great. I mean, the people, I never have anybody complain about anything. So.
0: Yeah, well, I tell you what, I give you credit for, you know, carrying that torch for, you know, such a great player, you know, right. I mean, I think that's, that's, I think it's great that you're doing it. I really do, you know, because there's so many people like myself that miss Gary and misses playing. Sure. And to have, you know, somebody like yourself carrying that on, it just means a lot.
1: Well, if I wouldn't have found like somebody like Dennis to, to fill the spots, it would be hard, but he, you know, he really does an amazing job. The guy, you know, we had a rehearsal last night till about midnight and he's constantly playing his guitar like Gary was in the early days, you know, it's constant yeah. and he's going over and he'll sit there and listen to a YouTube video. He'll watch, you know, Gary playing and he'll, he'll emulate it to a T and it's like, you know, it's amazing. And, and I, I'm getting the responses, you know, from the people that are saying that it's like you would never know that that wasn't Gary playing the guitar. In fact, you know, it's real true and honest that, that you know, help me save it for myself. That is Gary's guitar all the way through there. Yeah. But Dennis still had to learn how to play that, you know, to play it live, yeah. you know. So, I mean, but that's his guitar track. That's Gary. I mean, that's Gary playing all the way through, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's our single that just came out. So it's it's very interesting, you know, very interesting co- combination of how it works. And I think just come see us live, because then you'll you'll know, you know. Being a guitar player, you gotta appreciate that.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I definitely look forward to the opportunity to see in it. You know, I I really do. I, you know, I'm kind of excited to you know to get that chance because I like. I
1: noticed. I noticed you got a white SG in the background there. I, I got the same one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I have quite a few SGs. Cause I, I can't lift
0: it. Les Paul's are too heavy. <laughs> uh, see, I'm the exact opposite. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of the S it's, it just feels maybe it's because, you know, I'm a, I'm a big guy and it just feels weird on me, you know?
1: Yeah. That's
0: how Gary was.
1: Yeah. I mean, he, he was, he was a bigger guy and he had huge hands, you know, his hands could just, I mean, like take it on the run. When you, you, you know, I watch, you know, people play that song, and it's like, it's it is amazing how he gets that high note in there because you know because they he had that one guitar that the, the guy made from, for him with an extra fret on it, yeah. but he still used it, Les Paul, all the time. And he just bent it so, and it was it's it's very impossible if you're a normal guitar player to do that.
0: Yeah,
1: it is. It's a pretty cool, but
0: yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I like I said, I'm looking forward to the release of the album personally. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys live when you come through, you know, the Chicago area when that when that happens. And uh, sure. man, I wish you all the best of luck with this project. And, and once again, man, hats off to you for carrying the torch and, you know, keeping his name alive and sharing the music.
1: Well, thank you very much, Jimmy. I appreciate it. Um, I do really appreciate you having me on your show. And, um, you know, please, you know, Check it all out. Have your, your fans check it out, and hopefully we'll run into you soon. I know we're going to be doing some shows down in Illinois. I just don't have the actual dates yet. I know they're, they're working it out right now. So
0: yeah,
1: um, We're playing actually a farther outside of Illinois this weekend. I don't know if you've ever heard of a place that's in Savannah, Illinois. It's called Poopies. It's a, oh, like a huge biker place. Uh-uh. Oh, it's, it's a great place. It's an absolutely phenomenal place to go see a national act at. It's great everybody plays there and it's just like one of the coolest places it's all biker orientated but it's outdoor stage big big venue you know uh,
0: cool cool,
1: so, cool yeah that's that's a that's the closest to chicago we're getting this weekend
0: <laughs> <laughs> but there might be some in october i think actually that'd be great oh, well i'll go to the website you know i'll definitely sure. check it yeah out all this too. stuff
1: gets updated daily so there's things that come in daily so it's uh if if that's that's
0: yeah, that's helpful. That's, you know, but, that um, is very helpful. In that, all right, Michael, I appreciate your time, buddy, and uh, best of luck, man. Best thank of you luck. so much.
1: I'm looking forward to meeting you sometime.
0: That'll be great, man. All right, all right, take care. All right, bye bye. Bye. All right, all right. There you go. That was uh, Michael Jantz, uh, the singer for the Rich Wrath Project Three Thirteen. He formerly with Gary Rich Wrath. Uh, they wrote some songs together, so you'll be able to hear them on the new album. You can go to the Rich Wrath Project three thirteen, just Google it; it'll pop right up for you. Now we were scheduled to do a show together, uh, the Rich Wrath Project and uh, my band, the Halstead Hustlers, uh, in Danville, Illinois, to benefit guitars for vets. But uh, due to COVID and the restrictions the state has, uh, you know, imp- imposed on venues. Uh, We've decided to postpone that until 2022, but look for it because it is going to come. Now, make sure you're going to guitartalkofficial.com. And feel free to sign up for our monthly newsletter. Lots of stuff going on. Now, coming up in October, which is just around the corner, we're releasing our new series called Interviews from the Road. Now, I've interviewed uh, the guys from Blacktop Mojo and Them Dirty Roses. You're going to be able to hear those interviews in October as well as all the regular ones that we have right here on Guitar Talk. We've got some new gear demos that are going to release real soon, so you'll be able to get them at guitartalkofficial.com as well. I want to thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Guitar Talk. Until next Wednesday, I'm Jimmy Warren. Thank you so much for listening and supporting Guitar Talk. Have a great week.